Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. are listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. I'm Leanne Dolan here with my sister, Julie Dolan. And today we're discussing the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. The episode was called Swept Away. And um, it was swept away, wasn't it, Julie? It was, it, was, it was a heavy episode, man. It was serious and sad with no sense of fun at all. Right. Okay. Please, I, can we have some singing on this show? I know. I think like like um, Blake only got a couple of funny lines in the beginning, and then that was it. We barely saw Blake. And at the end, right. I thought he might have a smart remark. But no, when they swept away that mandala, I got kind of choked up. Didn't you? Yeah, it was just all bad. Yes, there was nothing good. We're going to get swept away. The climate is going to get swept away. Jay and his life is being swept away. It was all bad. If only Henry's storyline would be swept away. Oh, yeah. You're right about that. (laughs) You know, Madam Secretary writers, we turn to you to provide an alternative to the actual world at hand. But okay, if you want to want to hang some serious stuff on us, we can go with it. Um, so the, the prime storyline this week was about a big climate change deal uh, uh, called um, the Stockholm Protocol, or the yeah, the Stockholm right. Protocols. Good, right. that's a good name. I enjoy. I enjoyed that. I'm going to insist on a few Stockholm protocols around my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like it. I, very impressively. Okay. All right. But so all was, very yeah. serious, very serious protocols about climate change, obviously like the Paris Accord there, you know, that's what they're going for here. They're mirroring the real life climate change that's in, in doubt now. And, uh, and so what best she's been working for six months on this and she has to try to bring together China and India, who are both uh, have their own agendas there. She's trying to bring them together. It's the centerpiece of Dalton's second term. It's a lot of pressure on her. And in the middle of all this, the Dalai Lama shows up and really complicates things. So that's, yeah. But here's my thing, okay? I have a couple of questions in this TV recap that I normally don't do. but But really, why didn't Bess just say to the Dalai Lama, like, Hey, I got to be out of town for a couple of days because something came up because uh, because I think it was laid out pretty clearly that the Chinese were just ready to sign on to the whole deal. But then the Dalai Lama shows up. And so then the Chinese, obviously, because they don't support the Dalai Lama and his positions, they don't they don't want to sign on to the agreement. So I th- I put this all on best. Really? Okay? She, you don't think yes. that like it's bad karma to say, uh, hey, Dal- to lie to the Dalai Lama? <laughs> I say, Leon, there's a higher good here. We had climate change. Remember what they said in this episode, that it was going to ruin the earth for, the, you know, for our children. Okay. It seemed like the stakes were really high. Like a little white lie to the Dalai Lama, I would be okay with. Yep. Okay. Well, Julie, Bess was not. So she was sticking firm. She was going to meet with the Dalai Lama. And don't worry, because she was not going to have a lot of press around, which is like real life, <laughs> so, which is like yeah. a real life Secretary of State. So uh, so the Dalai Lama shows up and he, uh, th- he, he has like 
bad news, bad, bad news. I got some bad news and I got some good news or just bad news, bad news. He's very sick. He has pancreatic cancer, but he's picked his successor and it's a two-year-old boy that lives in Maryland, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, can I say something, Leah? Again, the Dalai Lama who had late stage pancreatic cancer in this episode. Yeah. He was actually the bright light in the episode. I know. This, that, that's, this episode was so serious that I, ever, I was just hoping for more Dalai Lama because he was at least cheery, right? Yes. He, yeah, he was yeah. not afraid to move forth with his life. And he right. had his monks there creating that sand mandala right in the middle of the okay. State Department for some reason. Stop right there, Leon. Okay. We have got to call out the fact that House of Cards, okay, the fabulous Netflix uh, series about political intrigue, season three, episode seven, they have the same device, Leon. Really? They have Buddhist, yes, Leon, they have Buddhist monks making a mandala in the White House. That is the like the underpiece of a whole episode, season three, episode seven. So I was shocked that, uh, that Madam Secretary had it on using the same device. Just, well, maybe they really do it then. Maybe it's really a well, thing. I, I, I do believe they do it, Leon, but, right. but another political TV show has used <laughs> well, that same thing. Well, if it's a thing, then they're it's like saying, oh, you can't show the inauguration on your show because we showed it on our show. I don't, I don't know. Just I, okay. I, I was suspicious. I didn't know they did that in the middle of like the, the, yeah. you know, the White House or the State Department. You would think they would do it in their Washington Buddhist monastery, no. but no, no. no. So they're setting that up. The monks are creating this beautiful sand picture, and that becomes a metaphor for the whole the whole operation there. So, right, right the Dalai Lama says, I'm dying, but don't worry. The two-year-old, I picked him, my successor, and he's conveniently located in the state next door. And, um, and that creates a lot of chaos. Bess has to call, call her good friend, the minister Chen, over there, and he is not happy. And then she... <laughs> she she resorts to, I'm not a toddler. You're a toddler. No, you're a toddler. <laughs> okay, that was funny. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know yeah, that was good. There's a lot of toddlers in this show. We should have started with that. First, let's discuss Jay's toddler. Yeah. That little toddler in the show, the actress, she was acting like a toddler, wasn't she? She was terrible on screen. She was like, scratch, you know, like doing that toddler stretch, like, put me down. <laughs> I thought the casting of Jay's daughter was superb because that little girl was just, she had the same crazy hair as Jay does. You yeah. know? And you're right. She was acting like a two-year-old. <laughs> yeah. There was that one. She meets the Dalai Lama. She's just squirming and like rusting. She wants no part of that guy. No. Yeah. Right. And, and then, you know, he picks another toddler in Maryland and then Beth starts screaming at the minister from China. No, you're the toddler. No, you're the toddler. <laughs> so I guess that was a light moment. But uh, it makes China mad, and they're going to pick their own toddler to succeed the Dalai Lama. And then, uh, and then India wants out because they can see the whole deal's breaking apart. And why should they have to give up coal when the U.S. didn't give up coal? And they need to get electricity to 300 million people, and we're going to use coal. And then Bess comes up with I, some. I mean, these are very serious points. I will yeah. give the show writers that that you know that the issues that they raise about climate change, about changing behavior, you know, and sort of the inequities associated with 
you know, coming together with a global deal. I think they did an excellent job of laying or portraying uh, the co- the complexities of uh, global climate change. Right. And then in an hour long show, because then we also have the side story of the one, the new U.S. senator who kind of wants to make a name for himself and goes on all the morning shows and uh, and decides he's he's going to speak out on behalf of the Dalai Lama. Uh, but what he's really doing is protecting his big donor interest who has a vested interest in China c- carrying on with their coal program. So uh, Dalton slams. He slams, Julie. Did you see at one point he slammed down the desk? That was like on the emotion tron. That was an 11 for Dalton. <laughs> yes, it was. I thought that Dalton had a very good show. I mean, I thought he was very presidential when they called that senator to uh, to the Oval Office. Yeah. And then Dalton just starts talking about like some birds, the osprey, right? Yeah. And and the senator, the new senator, is trying to figure out what is the president saying? What does the osprey have to do with anything? And then he just puts the you know puts the hammer down and says, "Welcome to Washington." You know, so I thought that was a good little scene. I right. Like that. The only question is, where the heck has that vice president been? I don't know. Did we miss that there's a female vice president? Did that I, I, happen? I don't one know, of those... Leanne. She was a little, she was a big surprise to me. So I'm glad to hear she was a surprise to you. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't know she was picked. Maybe we had heard about it, but well, we have never seen that woman. So I, well, I thought... I, she was in a CBS drama this summer, the one that was also about DC being eaten by bugs. Did you, did you watch any of that? That well, crazy. I missed that. Oh, did they have a did they have a Tibetan mandala in that one as well? No, but they had everything else. She she played a crazy senator whose brain was infected by bugs. So that's why I was like, she's the VP now. So I don't know. There was a lot happening at the end of last season with the fake election. The you know. So maybe maybe she was a pick, and we just have not seen her. So so the VP shows up, Dalton, and they put the squeeze on. And I'm quoting Russell here, Senator Dumbass. So that was. A- <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> that, that is a good, that was a good line. Yes. And then, and then there's some wheeling and dealing and everyone seems back in line. And then the Dalai Lama dies uh, in, in a Washington DC hospital. So I felt bad for him there. That didn't yeah, seem. I know. Sad. But, Again, more sadness on yeah. this show. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, all Bess wants is that uh, apparently the test for the new Dalai Lama takes years and years. And she feels like the planet doesn't have years. They have to get all this settled. You know, it's a problem for China that the the potential Dalai Lama is an American citizen. And we're not supposed to have our, quote, finger on the scale, which they said a couple times. And, um, and so fortunately or unfortunately, the new Dalai Lama is not going to be an American toddler. And they're going to continue to search. And we get a – and it looks like the climate, the Stockholm protocols will go forward and we get a kind of a powerful scene at the end where we see this beautiful sand mandala of a beautiful world with everyone's happy and then the monks kind of sweep it all away as if like we have to we have to do we have to act now so i thought it was very powerful ending really yes it was very powerful in house of cards season three episode seven too leon it had the same it had the same emotional impact. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, but, um, yeah, Bess did a lot of wheeling and dealing. And I have to say, I enjoyed the line, um, right in the beginning, the family scene where the kids are quaintly, um, 
fighting over the one television set, which no one has anymore. Just one TV. No, <laughs> just I one know. TV. I mean, that and was, they all have that screens. Preposterous. Yeah, yeah. But they have it their was own screens. It, yeah, yeah. It was cute though when Stevie says, "Mom has spent the last six months negotiating a climate deal." I was like, "Oh, if only my kids would say that about me." Come on now, <laughs> Mom has spent the last six months negotiating this climate deal. So, um, so that's it. I have to say, two strikes for Henry, who was like literally no help. Like she was trying to work on a, a problem that was at the nexus of what Henry is good at, like religion and ethics and politics and the future. And he's like, oh, I'm too busy with this really tedious storyline to help you right now. I know. I know. He's just involved in domestic spying. I mean, I can't, he's got to get off this assignment. But I have to say this whole episode, I was like staring at Henry's legs, Leanne. I oh. just want to know, because we know in real life uh, that – Henry um, has uh, has broke uh, Tim Daly has broke his legs uh, in a skiing accident this winter. So I was wondering when we are going to see the damaged uh, uh, Tim Daly uh, on the show, you know. And so in a lot of scenes, he was sitting down or in one scene he had a he was in bed. And so the blanket was covering his legs. Did you pick up anything? Liam? No, no. I mean, there was one scene, though, where he was just walking around upright like a man in in shorts though julie so i don't know it doesn't appear it appears that we haven't gotten to the broken leg scenario yet do you think that was a body double that scene when he's walking around up there upright <laughs> a cgi i don't know yes I don't know. I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do that. I don't know. Okay. All right. But we're just, we just want, we want listeners to know we're on the lookout. We're watching those legs. We'll see if we see anything that develops in this area. Yeah. All right. So we'll go to Henry's storyline now before we get to Jay. So Henry, as you recall, as Julie said, is on this domestic spying mission into this religious right cult that's going to blow up the world. And they have a they have a, an asset. He is an asset in the you know extreme Christian cult. Um, the asset last week murderized someone and then put him in the back of a truck. And now the entire federal government has to cover up the murder so that Henry's domestic spying operation can carry on. Henry is. He has slipped from the moral center of the show to a very precarious position, don't you think? Like, why I, is he so hell-bent on this? Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Like, I don't think we should be murderizing people and then dumping them on the side of the road. Do we do that in the United States? <laughs> I don't know, Leanne. I don't know. Who knows? Yes. I mean, it's a slippery slope when you start, you start doing this domestic spying. I made a short list because he is technically a professor of religion. Yeah. And I just thought that perhaps we should go back to situations that center around a university because I think that's a very sort of story rich environment for Henry. So he can he could have situations with students. He could have situations with former students. We could we could learn about professors that get in trouble on an international basis, about guest speakers that come to the university. I just don't know why, why, oh, why. We're, we're, this whole storyline keeps going on because yeah. it's it's a downer. It's a big it's it's a big downer, and it's dragging us down. And we just want to see Henry in the bedroom and in the kitchen a lot more. <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. that isn't that yeah. a, like sort of a twist? <laughs> you're, you're right. It's a good point, Julie. Yeah, yes, I I, that's I think we want to see him. Yeah. yeah, it was one thing when he was like leaping out of helicopters uh, in, over foreign countries. That was right. kind of sexy, but. You know, driving the truck to Virginia is not that sexy. So, 
But the storyline, we, we thought we were getting a break when the FBI said, we have 72 hours to get some actionable intel, which, great, like, got, got that ticking clock going. And unfortunately, they got some actionable intel in 72 hours. So that... That was. I, know. I, was I like, thought oh. that FBI agent was fabulous, and I would like yeah. to nominate her uh, to, <laughs> to run, be head of to the run FBI. the FBI. Could I say that? Yeah, she really seemed very certain about the rules <laughs> and the law. Okay, it's <laughs> a good point, Julie. It's a good point. Thank you. Um, so Henry's case will go on, but Julie, that's a good suggestion. Like there is the universities are a hotbed of yes, of politi- I know especially these days. Storylines yeah. there, yes, plenty yeah. of storylines. Yeah. There. Okay. All right. So he's he's carrying on, and um, and that's unfortunate. But we'll stick by it. We're gonna stick by it because Henry, we love him. Um, okay. And finally, the the last storyline that they covered was Jay and his soon to be ex wife, maybe be ex wife, separated wife fighting over custody of their toddler. All right. Is is there anything sadder than two sad, defeated parents, like fighting over child custody? I mean, that was so sad. It was so sad. You're right. On the sadness scale of the show, that was the saddest. And I, I don't even get what the deal, Jay's wife, just, she is just given up. Like, it, like she's just given up on him. So right. I, and that's, that makes me sad. I mean, I understand these jobs in the government you're working in the West Wing. It's, or the State Department, any of those really high level jobs. It's 24 seven. You sign on for four years. You kind of know that going in. I don't know why it seems shocking to. Yeah, like she had some other, I mean, I know she has the emotional relationship with Jay's best friend. Yeah. Uh, but I, she she just seems so intolerant of anything associated with uh, with Jay. Right. Now, on the other hand, Jay could get another job. Okay, right. that's that's true too, Leon. Right. You no. know, if he really does want to spend time with his daughter, you know, if he wants to be the dad he wants to be, he does not have to have that job. That's true, okay? Julie. So, You're right. It's a give. It's a give and take. Or maybe they had a deal. See, I yeah. got mad at all the characters in this episode. <laughs> I just yelled back at the TV set last night, like, Jay, you could get another job. You don't have to do this super sad thing in the staircase with your soon-to-be ex-wife. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Oh, it's not. It's not unusual for people to, you know, work through one one term and then say, like, I physically can't take this job anymore. Here, I'm handing it off. So you're absolutely right. It was just that. I think it's because Jay is so pale. The actor is so so pale. So pale. (laughs) He's so truly. You know, so it's just like he literally can't take one more thing, or else he's going to collapse. So. She had like right in the workplace when she handed them that custody order. I felt terrible for him. You know, I, I did felt terrible. too. I, I really, I, she's heartless. She's, uh, I, you know, so well, she's hard. She's, 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 she's had it. I mean, she's had it. She's had it. We only know, it. we only know Jay's side of the story. We're more exactly. sympathetic to Jay. Okay. Uh, All right. But, um, what I do like about that couple is they look like a very real couple. Like they're not, they're normal looking. They're not yeah. like that. Yeah. You get the sense that these are both sort of Washington people trying to figure this all out. So, uh-huh. uh, but that was incredibly sad. And because he sees the Dalai Lama and he sees the toddler who may be the next Dalai Lama and he's learning like not to hold on to things like the Buddhists say, what was that whole yeah, they're whole... swept away. Yeah. It's all swept away again, yeah. Liam. Yeah. That the, the most important person in this whole equation is their squirmy <laughs> toddler, ill-behaved daughter. 
and she needs some stability. So he, he gives in to just the one night a week, every other weekend, which that, those are the saddest words in the English language. I think. I know. Yeah. That's, yeah. I know. So, uh, so that's it. We wrapped up. Like, it looks like the climate change agreement is going forward. There is no Dalai Lama. Julie, did you know in real life that um, the current Dalai Lama, he chose his successor and uh, when he was like two, but now he's disappeared. They don't know where, like literally where on earth he is. Oh, I didn't know that. So it could either. be that he, hmm. this, is a true, this is true facts, that it could be that he's hidden away somewhere, you know, that oh. he's being raised oh, by wolves security. somewhere, okay. Okay. or by security or... or but no, he's, 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 uh, he's MIA. So, um, so hopefully he'll come back to the scene if needed. Now, see, but. that is, that's a storyline Henry could take up uh, on, <laughs> you know, finding the new Dalai Lama. Land. Yeah. I, mean, I think that, that was a Brad Pitt movie though. <laughs> wasn't, okay. wasn't that a Brad Pitt movie? When he went to, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Here are my notes. I have Oh, the old Dalai Lama switcheroo, which is <laughs> funny. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, uh, so yeah, it was, it was a sad and serious, uh, Madam secretary. You're absolutely right. And the clothes reflected that Leon, as we look at our binders full of blouses, I mean, uh, you know, Bess was just all business this week. It was like suits and pantsuits and the same white shirt. There was that beautiful sort of bluish teal, uh, uh, you know, bow tie shirt. Yeah. But uh, there really wasn't there really wasn't much fun going on with the clothes. There was one little shot right at the end where Daisy is wearing something fabulous right before they sweep away the uh, the man. The world. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's before they sweep away. She's looking good for the for the end of the world. Daisy is wearing the right thing, you know, as she always does. But I thought, again, it matched the mood of this episode. Right. Very somber, very serious. You know, certainly there was no fun in any of her outfits. Right. A lot of repeats. A lot of, it's like she went back. It's like the costume designer went back into the, the closet. Just, you know, things we've seen before. The white trench, that beautiful white blouse, the earrings, right. the round diamond earrings. Those were good. I did like Nadine's black on black look. Uh, well, that, oh, okay, Leon. That, that, that's that one good. scene, I thought that was very chic. I mean, I know black on black, but she's always very chic. She's got a, a trim figure, as our mother would have said, a trim figure. <laughs> and um, the V-neck blouse and then those black pants with a little bit of detailing on the pockets. I thought that was good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's it. Yeah, right, Julie Sad. So, uh, okay, come so on, Madam Secretary. Want, <laughs> next week, we want... We really, we want Henry to give up his domestic spying gig. We want more singing. We want more dancing. We want to see some fun with the clothes. Bring the kids back, okay? We want more stuff with the kids. Get Henry in the bedroom or in the kitchen, okay? Right? Right? You're right. I mean, the world is hard enough. Well, it's hard. The news is hard enough. The news right. is hard enough. I mean, there must be, yes. I mean, Bess must have some fun ceremonial thing she could do just to lighten the mood a little. The I International think. Women of Courage. She should give that away on the show. Like I'm oh. working on a real life. That would be a good episode. Okay. There that you go. Would be the episode. IWOX International Women of Courage Awards. Um, so that's it. We, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, Jewel, we did it. Monday morning. So Monday morning review because Julie, are, are you busy? I wish you were actually the secretary of state. 
Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. I have some future engagements coming up. Yes. I uh, hope like, you're like, going to back to North Korea because yes. we could use it. We need some work there. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have some we have some additional work that needs to be done. Yeah. So that's what uh, I kept thinking all weekend. Why isn't Julie the Secretary of State? <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything's possible now in the world, Leanne. That's the thing. If you dream it, it can be true. Right. All right. Oh. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. We do a regular podcast uh, once a week. We post a new show every Tuesday. You can also find hundreds of classic Satellite Sister shows at iTunes. We post a classic every Sunday. We repost one, but there are lots at iTunes. Hey, if you like us, our Madam Secretary recap, go ahead and subscribe and, and give, us a, give us a thumbs up. We would appreciate that uh, at iTunes. Uh, Jewel, you have big plans for the week. Anything going on? Well, uh, you know, I will be uh, joining you and our sister Liz with uh, for a really fun podcast tomorrow okay. where I am going to take down children's museums, okay? <laughs> I hate those places, and I'm going to tell you why. So be sure to listen. I hate them, Liam. Hate them. Wow. That, that sounds like a feel-good story of the week. Yes, it is, Leanne. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be up, very uplifting and fun. Okay. Well, there's my security detail. I've got to go. Uh, okay. we're, we're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. <laughs>